0: President Obama assesses the security threat posed by artificial intelligence and why businesses are reluctant to replace functioning, but insecure, Internet of Things devices. These stories and more coming up on the ISMG Security Report. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro. We begin with the impact of artificial intelligence on our security. AI holds many promises, such as better medical care and driverless cars, but it also poses many threats. Though experts see widespread practical applications of artificial intelligence as being at least a decade off, it's something that's on the mind of President Obama. Obama shared his thoughts on the intersection of AI, medical viruses, and physical and cyber security with Wired magazine, which posted the interview online. The president says employing AI to create a self-teaching algorithm to access nuclear missile launch codes could prove problematic, but it's not something he believes will happen anytime soon.
1: Part of, I think, my directive to my national security team is um, don't worry as much yet about machines taking over the world. Do worry about the capacity of either non-state actors or hostile actors to penetrate systems Uh, And in that sense, it's not conceptually different or or, uh, different in a legal sense than a lot of the cybersecurity work that we're doing. It just means that we're gonna have to be better because those who might deploy these systems are going to be a lot better. Now, as a precaution, and you know, all of us have spoken to folks like Elon Musk who are concerned about the super-intelligent machine, there's some prudence in thinking about benchmarks that would indicate some general intelligence developing on the horizon. And if we can see that coming over the course of three decades, five decades, you know, whatever the latest estimates are, if ever, because there are also arguments that this thing's a lot more complicated than people make it out to be, then, uh, you know, future generations uh, or our kids or our grandkids are going to be able to see it coming and figure it out.
0: In the interview with Wired, Obama makes a comparison between battling viruses... And warding off cyber threats
1: traditionally when we think about security and protecting ourselves we think in terms of we need armor or walls from swords blunt instruments etc increasingly i find myself looking to medicine and thinking about viruses antibodies right you know how do you create healthy systems that can ward off destructive elements in a distributed way and that requires more imagination and we're not there yet. It's part of the reason why cybersecurity continues to be so hard is because the threat is not a bunch of tanks rolling at you, but a whole bunch of systems that may be vulnerable to a worm getting in there. Uh, it means that we've got to think differently about our security, make different investments that may not be as sexy, but actually may end up being uh, as important as anything.
0: Next up, we take a look at the Internet of Things botnets. As ISMG Security and Technology Editor Jeremy Kirk explains, the gravity of the problem created by these armies of hacked Internet-connected devices isn't
2: likely to be resolved anytime soon. Rich Ferris is an IT consultant based in Minneapolis. Earlier this year, Comcast notified one of his clients that devices on its network were participating in a distributed denial-of-service attack. Those assaults pummel a service with a barrage of unwanted data traffic. Hackers lately have executed ultra-large-scale attacks by compromising internet-connected devices that aren't traditional computers, such as digital video recorders used for surveillance. Those devices have proved to be low-hanging fruit since they're often shipped with default passwords and software vulnerabilities. Ferris was initially in disbelief when he traced the IP addresses supplied by Comcast that were sending the attack traffic. His client, a health and beauty business, uses between 40 and 80 cameras in five locations. He began investigating the cameras, which are linked up to a high-definition digital video recorder made in South Korea. Ferris had set up the cameras five or six years ago. He remembers changing the default passwords as a security precaution and insisting that the cameras be set up on an external network that was isolated from the main corporate one. In retrospect, the move may have saved his client further grief, as hackers often used compromised devices to move laterally through networks. Eventually, it became clear that the cameras had a security vulnerability that had likely allowed attackers to gain access without even needing the login credentials. Ferris says it didn't matter that he changed the default passwords to strong ones.
0: In the manufacturer's defense, maybe they didn't know that this kind of exploit was going to be taken advantage of, and maybe they didn't have the expertise to be able to, you know, program around it or or whatever. But this device was almost end of life by the time it was even released because of the way that it was not properly secured right from the ground up.
2: There are a few options when Internet of Things devices run amok. Fix the security vulnerabilities, try to secure the devices using other techniques, or simply junk them. Ferris didn't have two of those choices. He learned that the firmware for the cameras was never going to be updated, which meant the devices will always have security flaws. His client is reluctant to buy new security cameras, as these still work. He ended up using retired firewalls to add a protective layer in front of the cameras, a stopgap measure he hopes will prevent them from becoming part of a botnet again.
0: The best solution would be to get a whole different system, or to have this manufacturer kind of come to the table and say, you know what, (laughs) we realize there's a problem here, Uh, we're going to release some fixes for this, we're going to upgrade the firmware, you can download it for free from our website, and this will fix all these vulnerabilities that are known right now. It's just not going to happen.
2: The word is slowly getting out that IoT manufacturers need to prove their security. But in the meantime, we'll be waiting for hundreds of thousands of insecure devices across the internet to die which could mean IoT botnets are going to be around for a while. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Jeremy Kirk.
0: You're listening to the ISMG Security Report on ISMG Radio. ISMG, your number one source for information security news. The IT security workforce in the United States is stronger than ever. An information security media group analysis of the latest quarterly U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics employment data shows a record high of U.S. citizens and residents and annualized 88,000 who consider themselves information security analysts. And that's a 20% jump in just one year. Many factors are behind the rise. The most common is the need of enterprises in and out of government to recruit and retain expertise to battle cyber threats and vulnerabilities. Still, there's a dearth of IT security experts to recruit that has resulted in many organizations to retrain employees to give them cybersecurity skills, a just-published study, by the Information Systems Security Association in conjunction with the Enterprise Strategy Group says three-quarters of information security specialists began their careers in information technology and then evolved into cybersecurity. Over the past decade, dozens of colleges and universities have started information security degree programs that have begun to produce cybersecurity specialists. Also, we've seen an increase in initiatives such as the U.S. Cyber Challenge. That program introduces students and young workers to cybersecurity and allows them to participate in contests That tests their security skills. Elise Yacobelas is manager of the Global Information Security Workforce Survey published by ISC Square, the not for profit that provides IT security education and certification. She says cyber challenges across the country and around the globe are a positive influence on building the IT security workforce.
1: They are exposing IT security as a separate profession that can be sought out versus just the IT field. It helps them understand at you know a hands-on level what they would possibly be doing if they were to move into this career. And it also helps them understand if they like it, if they have the aptitude for it, and if it's something they want to pursue.
0: Any addition to the IT security workforce from individuals going through cyber challenges, college cybersecurity programs, and retraining initiatives is minute. And even as the IT security workforce grows, the people being added to the roles may not demonstrate the maturity many organizations need. Here's IT security employment researcher, David Foote.
1: It takes a while to kind of brew a good security person. I mean, some of it is technical, but a lot of it, believe it or not, is not deeply technical. So much of security is knowing where to look. So once you've been hacked, how did that happen? Why did we not catch it? What is the nature of this? You know, before you even think of how to fix it, you know, you have to diagnose the problem. That thing about diagnosis is something you learn on the job.
0: Finally, all that scrutiny by boards of directors on cyber threats means more dollars will be flowing to providers of security-related hardware, software, and services. IT market research and advisory firm IDC sees worldwide revenues generated from information security wares and services topping $100 billion by 2020. That's up from $73 billion this year and represents an 8.3% compound annual growth rate. Looking at it in another way, the pace of growth for information security spending will be twice the rate of overall IT spending. Where is most of the money coming from? According to IDC, banking leads the way, followed by manufacturers of finished goods, federal and central governments, and process manufacturers. And which sectors are seen spending at the fastest pace? Healthcare tops the list, trailed by telecommunications, utilities, state and local governments, and securities and investment services. That's the ISMG Security Report. Our theme is by Ithaca Audio. I'm Eric Chabro. Catch you next time.